Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Capri, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. the modern day goof. <sighs> yeah, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee, gabba, 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 yeah, 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 the girl is mine and <laughs> damn, she's fine, woo, hey, we're back another with another hot, hot week, I almost <laughs> gonna throw up from doing that intro, oh. <laughs> that was almost... A full minute long. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't. Uh, you know what? I actually need to. But before before we introduce who's here with me, let me uh, let me uh, snap into a little Lacroix. Woo! As Arlen refers to it as the one percenters whoop ass. Uh, yeah. I'm here with Nasty Newman. What up? How about it? All right, everyone. Look, we're still recording here. In uh, my Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. uh, my house. Uh, and if only you knew what it took to get to this point where we're recording right now, because a lot of shit happened before we could even press the record button. Yeah, so we're about to record. I spilled a full LaCroix all over my phone and computer. Everything is still working, so it's okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, it sucked. And uh, yeah, but we're we're here. I mean, Zig. Maybe if our producer, we have a producer on this podcast, okay? Maybe if our producer Zig would show up, okay, instead of uh, being in North Carolina for eight weeks, eight week vacation. Zig, January second is when you come back. <laughs> anyway, next week we'll be back in studio, and I'll have my precious soundboard here, and we can get into it. All right, before we get into all the hot, hot wrestling action, because. This was a spicy week, baby. Not just the movie Bright came out. Yeah. Wrestling also happened. Uh, I, don't know, I think that came out like two weeks ago. Yeah. What a stinker. Anyway, all right. And truly awful. Did you see it? I did. Not good. No, no. It was really bad. Yeah. It was really bad. But you know what was really weird? I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but you know what? Uh, because Bright was basically <laughs> pro wrestling. Um, but the... Uh, the interesting thing about it, someone described it to me as like, what if Lord of the Rings was happening now? Um, they described it like that, and then that made me like it more. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's cool. There's like elves, but it's like in modern times or whatever. But yeah, no, no, you know, anyway, whatever. It wasn't, that's it. it that, it wasn't that, my favorite. That analogy is tenuous at best, I think. Well, all right. I don't know why we're going so yeah. deep into Bright, okay? But, uh, you see, in the Cimmerillion... Sorry. Okay. All right. Put your <laughs> wand away. All right. Uh, yeah. Before we get into that, everybody, we are now in the merch business. Yeah. Comedians of Wrestling t-shirts are now available at the same place you can get a CM Punk t-shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. Well, you won't, there's no CM Punk shirts at our page specifically, right. but yeah, check out our shirts. Um they're uh, they're awesome. We we uh, we've got three awesome designs, uh, and uh, yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Go pick up a shirt. Awesome way to support the show. Uh, uh, seems to be our the Cow Lacroix logo. Yeah, our, our NWO spoof, if you will. Yeah, that's the one I'm gonna be getting. Seems to be the hot item on the yeah. page. Okay, let's check the stats. Anyway, but yeah, thanks for everyone who bought a shirt. 
already. Uh, Gabooey. And uh, also, our Patreon is live. Um, you can come uh, support the show on there like we've been talking about. Uh, it's you know, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Go on there. Pledge. We got some awesome rewards. We already gave out a bonus episode yesterday just to everyone, to all yeah. the listeners, to show you a preview. And then that episode kind of encapsulates what we're looking to do going into 2018, which is expand. Like, beyond the normal episode of Comedians of Wrestling. Uh, that we got to cover just New Japan and Wrestle Kingdom 12, which is, for us, tonight. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was with Matthew Brian Cohen, who was on there, and he knows he's such a New Japan mark. Dude doesn't even watch WWE at all. Oh, really? Only watches PWG and New Japan. Wow. and And Ring of Honor. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the only shit he watches. Uh, which is, uh, 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 in, you know, it's a, uh, it's pure. Is yeah. what it is. You know what the best part of the Patreon is, Dan? What? That you can donate and subscribe for five dollars a month. That calculates to less than two cents a day. What are you spending two cents a day on? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. You could accidentally spend five dollars a month, and it still wouldn't be. If you steal, start stealing your Lacroix from work, take them out of the fridge at work and don't buy, don't buy a pack. One for itself. This is one pack, one, one twelve pack of Lacroix. Right, exactly. How, anyway, yeah, no, uh, but yeah. So anyway, support the show if you can. Uh, that would be really awesome. Um, and uh, I got a bunch of shout outs for. Patrons, we're gonna do that in the next show when we're back in studio, where I can give you a proper shout out on the show with the soundboard. Uh, and, we'll, and and but we already have a couple patrons, and um, pretty excited about it. Anyway, thank you so much. Remember, uh, we're trying to grow this show. There's cool. We have the cool vision for things we're gonna do and where we see all this going. And uh, you're supporting that. I mean, don't get so caught up in the rewards as much as just like. Uh, if you would like to support us, that's awesome. If you can give a dollar, that's awesome. Like, whatever you can pledge, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and if you can't give anything, I completely understand. I keep saying that. Is um, And I won't repeat all this every single time. I promise you guys. This is all because it's new. But, uh, yeah, just uh, just spread the word on the show, you know? Tell one person you know who likes wrestling. You know, think about the person that you watched the Attitude Era with and give them a call. I mean, it's time for you guys to reconnect anyway, Seriously, okay? Man. You guys got to get over that petty shit. <laughs> I know he was a rock guy. You were more of an Austin Mark, and you never were able to really recalibrate. He they, he was she, he, right? The gender is not important here. WC, he, they, were, they were into WCW. You were a WWE Mark. And, um, you know. It's a new year. Yeah, and you guys, you both... Think about your ECW friend. <laughs> Are you talking to your ECW <laughs> friend? Um, my ECW friend is Newman, the Philly jabroni. How about it? Uh, okay. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, thank you for your support and thanks for listening to the show. And let's kick 2018 off right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we talked a bunch about Wrestle Kingdom. Well, well actually, Newman, let's yeah. crack into uh, let's crack into uh, uh, this drink you got here. Oh, this Rowdy Roddy Piper all out of bubblegum, bubblegum soda? Yeah, so uh, you guys remember my... Oh, if I had the soundboard, I played my dad, my dad's version of the... Uh, what's the movie called? It, it, they Live. They Live. In The line in the... In the uh, here, let's, let's take a video of you. But the line in the movie is he goes like, 
I came here to do two things. Kick ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Meaning. Right? He's only there to kick ass. Right. So you my know, I don't think he really wanted bubblegum in the first place. I think he just wanted to kick ass. Uh, me too. I think that's kind of the purpose of the line. <laughs> anyway, okay. Yeah. But my, my dad, uh, uh, he said the line when he cashed in. My dad likes to cash in. He was like, uh, I came here to do two things. Chew bubblegum and kick ass. And um. All out of bubble gum or something, right? <laughs> yeah. He said chew gum, yeah. and then he said I'm out of bubble. Anyway, it was funny. The way he did it was funny. Anyway, we got a Rowdy Piper. We'll post this on the Comedians of Wrestling Instagram and Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page. Um, and uh, um, uh, this, this is a bubble gum soda. Yeah. That was given to me on an episode by, I actually forgot who gave Some jabroni gave me this. And he, I'm sure he was a good guy, but I don't remember his name. And... Um, Newman, I, it's been sitting in my fridge. I can't drink bubblegum soda. Is there an ex, is there an expiration date on this thing? It never goes bad, right? How could it? No, no, it's 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 new enough, I mean, dude. Trust me, you drink Coke ever? Yeah, barely. I mean, but Coke is here. Let's let's the, crack into it. Take the, a sip. The color is. Wait, hold on. Let me get the video going so I can get this social media correspondent fucking Anosh. I'll get this video to him. You can, you can see this. Let me know I can't. I can't drink bubblegum soda. It's disgusting. Would you it's, normally drink something like this? No, I don't drink soda really. Okay, uh, crack it. All right. All right. Take a sip. All right. Let's see. Is it delish? I already tell her. As soon as I could smell it as, as going in. It was disgusting. No. Yeah. 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 It's very <laughs> bad. It's very bad soda. <laughs> All right, guys. You heard it here. I gotta drink this whole thing. Our review of bubblegum <laughs> soda. It's disgusting. It's why you've never heard it of it. Be all out of bubblegum soda. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to do two things: drink bubblegum soda and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum soda. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, let's get back to this podcast. I think what are we twenty minutes in? All right. So. Wrestle Kingdom 12, we covered it. It's in. Um, it, tonight, I invited. I got invited to a party to start watching it at 11 p.m. Oh, yeah. And it ends around 4 in the morning. Oh, at Joey. And I'm at Joey Cliff's. Yeah. You, I'm sure you're invited as well. Uh, past guest of the show, friend of the show, Jabroniak. The uh, uh, curator of the uh, Authors of Pain poetry book. Yes. Which is being, uh, uh, it is narrated now. There's an audiobook version narrated by Colt Cabana. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is incredible. So, I can't. I don't know. Are you going to do that? Are you going to watch Wrestle Kingdom tonight? I don't know. I would love to. Yeah. It just fucking fucks up my tomorrow. Yeah, I have a big I have a big day tomorrow. I don't know if I can do it. So then when? Yeah, I mean, but I'm gonna I'm gonna watch tomorrow. Oh. Oh, you have to finish the whole thing. Okay. All right. So that that's part of the thing. I, I gave you that primo. Right. It would be disrespectful. Rowdy Piper drink. Yeah. All right. So it's coming. Uh, 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 I'm excited for it. Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. Uh, if you are looking to get pumped for the episode, check out our our free bonus episode with Matthew Bryan Cohen yesterday. He he got me into it. The, I mean, just Jericho match. The only thing I'll say about it is like, I'm just so curious where they go from here. Yeah. Is it just like Jericho jobs and then just comes back to WWE at some point and no one cares? Well, I think it culminates on his uh, cruise, right? So. Whatever, I guess he might job tonight, and then, or maybe he wins and then loses on the cruise. I don't know. You think Omega, they're wrestling on the cruise? Yeah. That's confirmed? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I can double check. I'll check his Twitter, but I'm pretty sure. I know about his cruise, but I don't know. I'm pretty sure, yeah, he booked it on the cruise. Okay. Cool. All right. Which sounds like a nightmare. 
That cruise? I, I don't know. Has anyone ever been on like a like a? I've been on a cruise before, but never like never something like this, like fucking Kid Rock's, you know, Sugar Ray Fest. What, what cruise have you been on? Just like a cruise to the Bahamas. No, you've never been on like a, a, a yeah, but I'm talking about like a band's cruise. No. Yeah. No, because I don't know. I, I, I most people are awful, and like I think that if you have a self so much anger, group, if you have like a self selected group like that, especially like pro wrestling fans, like oh god, a nightmare. All right. I mean, hey, I think it would, I think it would, if a wrestling show every night, I, I guess yeah, wrestling fan. It means there's no. I mean, I'm a married man. There would be no ladies on the. Oh yeah, no, there'll be ladies. No, percentage wise, would yeah. be low. I'm right. saying proportionally. So you're gonna get a lot of uh, angry men. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble. Okay. Okay. So on SmackDown, they showed this. The, the, they showed a graphic promoting the female Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble. Okay. And it said 30 entrants. And then they showed it. In that picture, it had every... It had all the female wrestlers and all, all the all the superstars. You know, it was easier when they were divas just to say. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't like that it was called divas. Female superstars. But right now, what do you say? Female superstars. It showed all the oh, superstars. No, superstars. Right. But yeah. then you just got to say all the super... So, okay. All the superstars in the... Women's Royal Rumble. Rumble. Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Right. It feels a, li- it feels a little vague, hey, but all right. But all the wrestlers... Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. It, there's sexism in there. Anyway, so... Uh, so... Oh yeah, you're drinking the bubblegum. So they showed it. There, I counted. There are 14 entrants right. into the female Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble. So does that mean that? So unless I'm missing someone, because it was two right. of them were missing was the champ. Charlotte was missing and Alexa were missing from the graphic. <laughs> I counted 14. So does that mean 16 of the entrants are gonna be surprises? Like, uh, like Trish Stratus, fucking 10 times. I mean, like Trish, Lita, Beth Phoenix. Uh, I mean, they're just gonna go back through every diva. Jazz, yeah, jazz. I, I feel like, um, but that's gonna be weird if if half of it is yes is nostalgia acts. Yes. Now they're gonna clearly bring up some NXT girls. They'll bring up Peyton and oh, uh, right. the other one. Maybe that fills out most. That's of two right there. Yeah. Who else are they gonna bring up from NXT? Any other women? They just brought up Nikki, six women. Nikki Cross. I, oh, I guess the Bellas. Both Bellas can come in. I mean, I don't think Brie will do it, but yeah. you'll have Nikki. Yeah. Right. Nikki Cross could come up. Yeah. Because I mean, she's not really. Because she doesn't even need to be promoted. Anymore. You can also come in the Rumble and go back to NXT. Like that's a proven model. Exactly. So, uh, so they could they could then theoretically bring up Ellsworth. every NXT Ellsworth number thirty. Ellsworth, I think, might come in. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, that would be huge. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that like, don't you think? What are you looking up? The the I just want to look at the the the, the picture I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Was I missing anyone? Uh, I, I mean, maybe in that picture, Lana wasn't in it because I don't know. They don't, they don't, you know. Right. But uh, no, I, think I don't I, think so. I mean, Becky Lynch was in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's everybody. Right. So I'm saying, like, I don't know how they're gonna fill it out. How many NXT women come up? So we're counted three that would be ready to come up. There's the kitty cat girl. She can come up. Aaliyah. I, I'm just I saying, just for she I'm good. Right, I'm right, throwing right, out right. options. Right. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm surprised they didn't go with the 20 or 25. But, you know, Kurt Angle was like, if the men have this, then the women are going to have this. But that's not like it. I, I understand the equality element there. But, I mean, Stephanie can be in it. That's true. I guess they're just like, there's enough. But don't you think it's weird if 15 of them are not 
Legitimate contenders. I mean, legitimate contenders is not what I mean. Because, like, Goldust is going to be in the Rumble. Like, he's not a legitimate contender. But you mean, like, if 15 of them you know are just, like, comedy or essentially just acts, I don't know. Maybe Stephanie comes in and then she, like, goes down to, like, the wire. Like, you think she might win it. Do you think Ronda? Actually, if she wins, it would be awesome. Ronda, yeah, right. Ronda could come in. But, uh, yeah, Ronda will probably show. I mean, if they have 30, yeah. So maybe, look, I can see this going two ways, just talking about it right now. Two ways. One way is that it's really fun. Right. Because you're like, oh, you don't, you actually, like, don't know who's coming out at all. Yeah. And if if 16 of them are people you didn't expect, then that makes it more exciting, you know? Well, Paige is hurt, right? So she's not going to be in it. And Paige is hurt. I don't know how, we saw her. How hurt is she? She got kicked in the back of the head by Sasha Banks, who I've been saying is dangerous. Sasha Banks? Yeah. The way she is no, she has no. She's control. dangerous to herself. Yeah, but she has no control over her body. Like that's why she falls weird. That's why she fucking looks like she's gonna die because she like doesn't. It really? doesn't even look like she tries to like control her body. So she, I feel, I feel like Bret Hart talking about Seth Rollins, but like she's, she seems like she wrestles dangerously, and I'm not surprised that she hurt somebody this time. Yeah. Well. Okay. I. I, I mean, I know Sasha was injured. Her, her pain. I know she would like was a little dangerous to herself, but yeah, because uh, she like. You know, only wrestles on one mode is what they said Vince said. Right. Um, yeah. All right. But, so, I mean, I don't know. I can see that going one of two ways. I actually, like, sitting here now, I think that makes it cooler. Yeah. In a way. But, but uh, yeah. That's a lot of spaces to fill. It really is. Because if you think, figure out, the regular Rumble has maybe how many, like, three surprise entrants? Four? Yeah. Well, now, right? Because there's right. so many wrestlers. Right. So it used to be, though, that it was like, that was my favorite part of the Rumble. Is like the surprise, like the people coming back, or like the old, you know. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Samoa Joe mm-hmm. uh, because this seems to be a hot topic. Uh, we, we were talking a lot about him on the Facebook page, and you seem fired up about Joe. Yeah. Um. So yeah. What what what, what, what were your thoughts? My, on it? Well, what I'm saying is okay. So you liked this the promo that he did. I thought Samoa Joe cut the best promo by far that I've ever seen him cut. Ever. And it was kind of, it was hilarious because it was when I was criticizing him on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page, the Facebook page where you talk about wrestling at four in the morning. Join it. Uh, but on that page, I was saying that Samoa Joe was mediocre at promos. Yeah. Which I disagree And with. then I watched him and I was like, this is the, first off, it was the most animated I'd ever seen him. He was like, it was a full performance. Whereas a lot of times I just feel like he's just, I don't know, just, Saying stuff like I played that little promo where he was saying like that we we were, I was like what's the logic here? Remember I recorded right. it off the TV and I was like what is he saying? What is what is his gripe with Seth Rollins? He did a lot of like therefore you were not nice to me. Therefore I am calling for your head or like right? it was something fucking weird. And I was like all right I don't really know what your gripe is here. This this felt like a good just, performance. But that's the writing right. Like his, but his, so his performance though, like the energy that he had, that's all I'm saying. Well, how much writing? We still, I still don't have a, this is information I can get easy. Yeah, but something leaked like a a year ago where they had like the, the like, Vince's script. Yeah, it was like word for word. Like everything was scripted. So, but my point is this, that the energy level, I don't know what you've been watching because like, you go back like maybe like a few Raws ago when uh, uh, he came out and interrupted uh, – uh, when they were in L.A. And he came out and inter- and uh, was uh, Jordan – Jason Jordan and uh, Roman Reigns. And he did that promo on the uh, the ramp. 
Same thing. Super animated. He was pointing. He's like pointing at the sky. He's moving around. So that's what, it, to me, it was just like another awesome Samoa Joe promo. But to you, it was like something else that you haven't seen before. All right. Well, I'll say a couple things. Two, one thing is anime. This was a particularly great performance uh, from him that I, I don't know. I, I'll go back and watch, but I've never seen him this fluid. Right. Like this I will give you that he does is sometimes like And his cadence was great. Like his the way it crescendoed, the way it built, yeah. he was angry at the right spots. I felt like it was like a great performance, right? Um I, I hadn't seen that of him out of him. I will say writing wise, I think that is a good point. Because this is also the first time where the writing felt like uh, good uh, just yeah. flat out good like his whole decimation of the shield just being like they're never coming back they're dead I killed them <laughs> and like Dean Ambrose just staying home dad uh, or husband yeah. stay at home uh, they don't have a kid but uh, that really popped yeah. um, I uh, something about this segment felt like alright well Renee something right from the start let's play the audio if I was in studio this would be on the this would be done more proper but Zig's on vacation for 10 years so uh, right away, Renee intros Samoa Joe in a way that, like, I don't ever remember her doing this. Yeah. Do you remember her doing All right, let's play it. No. It was really funny. Ladies and gentlemen, Samoa Joe. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's... A- Ladies and gentlemen, Samoa Joe. So she's like very unexcited to yeah. see Joe. She's mad at Joe. She's like, I don't even want to be near this guy, but this is my job. Yeah, kind of a unprofessional on We're, her part. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's but keep she's that shit at home. Right? Getting through the day. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, she deserves a talking to for yeah. this. But uh, so that like set it up where like he's already in a good character space where he's not just speaking into a vacuum, which is. Very difficult. Like, I think Joe, I'm thinking about his promos where he's just in the ring. The other week he was in the ring by himself when he opened up Raw. And I feel like he he didn't capitalize on that moment. But also it's like, from what we know, we're getting these scripted last, they're they're not bullet points. They used to be like, here, here's the bullet points you got to hit. Right. You're getting paragraph form promos. And if you're bouncing off somebody, there's no time to think. You're not reacting like acting is reacting or whatever. You don't have that. So into the void. This is actually him bouncing off a character, which is Renee, who, okay, there's a motivation there. If you want to get if you want to be super actory, you're like, this is someone does not like me. They're upset with me because I hurt their husband and we're it's uncomfortable I'm here. And I'm gonna what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna lean into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, make it worse. Right. And like that's like it's easy to snap into that heel dump. So I think that really worked. Plus he's backstage, so it's more intimate. There's just the right. camera there. So he's just yelling at her, right, which yeah. makes it easier. You're acting in a scene, yeah. essentially. So I think that's what set him up for success there and why I think it was particularly good. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I thought that was like some of... I thought that was like Joe's... Um, Best work. I thought that was better than anything he did leading up to Lesnar. Like, I liked a lot of the stuff he did with Lesnar because I thought, like, some of his offense was cool. Like, when he came and he choked him out, Lesnar went, like, completely red. Like, he does feel like a legitimate threat. Right. You know? And the cool thing about Joe is, like, right now he's losing. Like, he jobbed to Rands this week. He's losing. But he feels like he could win at any time. Yeah. And And he feels like a legitimate threat. It's like, you know... The complaint with Ziggler is like he just does not feel like a threat anymore. Samoa Joe's in that spot right now since he's new to WWE, or right. where he is like, okay, he's not a threat right now, 
But you're like, ooh, he feels on the cusp of being a threat. So it's exciting to see when it happens. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, the thing I said about Joe is that also, I thought his promos were kind of generic. Again, that goes to writing. It's a little bit like, I'm going to kick your ass. So, that being said, I said I also do like that about him because it's like, that is his gimmick. Right. His gimmick is like, I am just like a machine. Like, mm-hmm. you, I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to kill you. I, I barely care about winning this match. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um... And it's not in like it's, it's it's the same gimmick that Strowman has, but Strowman has it in a classic wrestling way. Right. He's a character who's gonna he's gonna slam you. Yeah. And then he's gonna scream. Yeah. Samojo's like I first night I showed up I took out I, I took out Seth Rollins. Yeah. Almost he almost didn't wrestle at Mania. I choked people unconscious. You know, yeah. just for fun. Like you, I'm uh, yeah. So I think that's a. Uh, I think it really worked for him. Yeah. I think the tough thing is that across the board, the talent, especially on the microphone, is so weak that I think he has the ability to get better, but I don't think he even needs to. Right. Like, he can be the champion. You think his skills on the mic are so weak? I think, no, across the the, board. The bar is set really low. The bar, I think, is low right now. So I think that, like, he... People are like, Joe's the best on the mic. But I think he would be a chump on the mic if anyone near... I mean, saying The Rock is unfair. Like, you're talking about the best of all time. Yeah. But, like... I think he could. Even if Triple H was there, he would look worse. I don't know about that. All right. I I seem to be in the minority here. Keep in mind, I like Joe. Oh, no. Yeah, I get that. And I don't give a fuck. But, like, I think... Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he has... Because, like... When because Strowman is really good on the mic too, and the thing, and I knew that was going to happen. And if you go go back through the archives and listen to the old episode where I said this guy can talk, he's a smart guy. Uh, people laughed at me because they think he's a big dummy. But if you listen to the Stone Cold podcast with him, and he's just having a conversation as a human being, that's all I needed to hear to know. Yeah. No, this guy's going to be able to talk. Give him a mic. And I think Joe is the same thing. Where they, you just have, if somebody has just the ability to talk casually. When it's scripted, right? Which he clearly does. I think he would just be elevated by if he's in the ring with like a Cena or uh, uh, Triple H or The Rock. Yeah, he's clearly got the goods there, and that also comes from the fact that he's like forty, right? Like he's been wrestling a long time. It's yeah, like AJ. Like these guys are like in the prime. They're like they're very seasoned. Yeah. They're ready for WWE because it's you know they're like veterans, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Who like just never got a shot at it. Um, uh, so I did troll the Calverse by saying like, "Oh, I'm better on the mic than Samoa Joe," and then uh, I love that uh, 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 Jason Christensen gave me shit. Oh, because you said Tommy Dreamer. You said you were better than Tommy. Dreamer. Well, I said better than both oh, of them. Right, yeah, I said yeah. better than both of them. It was funny because first thing I said is that I'm in better, better shape, shape than these guys. No one refuted that. <laughs> well, which I, yeah, yeah, no one refuted that. And then I doubled down because you said that. Tommy, you said that I looked like the Pokemon, the Pokey evolution. Yeah, it goes goes you. me, Tommy Dreamer, and then Samoa Joe. Right, yeah. He's the uh, War Turtle. Yeah, exactly. And I am Blastoise. No, Tommy Dreamer's Blastoise. Or Squirtle. I'm Squirtle. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Squirtle. Yeah. So I in that yeah and that I love that you guys. That is fun. Go on the Community Wrestling Facebook page. Uh, Jabroniak, Justin Barnes, and uh, Jabroniak, Aaron Finnerty, They posted. Aaron posted hers? Yeah. But hers was just her and 
Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> she was like, I don't know. She didn't understand it. B- yeah, Three. Well, so in in guys, it's funny. I'll post post your pokey evolutions. I'll make one for Aaron on. Uh, 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 on the community dressing Facebook page. So basically, what it means is like you actually you could choose yeah. where you are in it. But Pokemon evolve. They 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 uh, they start as a baby form, then they get a little stronger, and then they get super strong, right? So post three versions of yourself using wrestlers. Mine was me, Dreamer, and then Joe, who would be the ultimate. Yeah, I I like Joe. I just think I I mean look, I don't know why I get so defensive about it. Like. I like Joe more than I like Finn Balor. Like, right. there's a lot of wrestlers. I like him more than Dean Ambrose. Like, I, I like Joe. If Joe got the title, I would think it's awesome. He's very well deserving yeah. of being in that spot. Um, Yeah. But, so, I got shit for saying that uh, I could cut a better promo than Joe. I would love... Um, I, I'm the, I, I was just kidding. Yeah. But I was just <laughs> kidding. But I really would love to see how I could promo in wrestling. Like, I do think... I do think I, I do think that uh, because my my if I, my own my asset right my my weapon if I was to promo a wrestler is that I wouldn't ever talk about being stronger than them. Right. I would never say I'm going to beat you up. Right. So I would have to outmaneuver them only on the bike by just being like I don't know a yeah. goof or like funny. Yeah. I don't know. I would have to I'd have to go for the humor. So that's why. I was told on the Facebook page, like, you're a funny comedian, but you're out of your element saying that you're out promo these guys. I'd have to use my comedic talents, and maybe that would work. I'd probably, it would suck because I would get choked out while mid-joke. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you would, in, if we're talking real life here, the advantage yeah, well, that you would probably have is yeah. if a script, if okay, so it's totally scripted, WWE-style promo. Right. You, you're an actor. You I love be, that we're actually going to dissect this. Yeah, Just keep in mind that I do not think that if I went out there... Today, I would b- promo better than Samoa just because the crowd likes him more. Right, they yeah. know him. Okay? <laughs> All right, go. Uh, so you, you're an actor. You'd be able to memorize it. That's not a problem. You'd be able to emote. That's not a problem. And so I think also an advantage you would have to them is that you are an improviser for a very long time. You know what you're doing. So you wouldn't be able – you would have that sort of extra layer where you wouldn't be able to get thrown if they do something like promo-wise. You'd be able to improvise your way – around what you've already had written. Yeah. So I think you would have an advantage over a lot of the performers at WWE. However, yeah. the crowd... <laughs> the crowd would not like Their it. comfortability with sort of wrestling... Some Jew from Long <laughs> Island who's decided to promo against guys five hey man, times his size. Paul Heyman <laughs> is arguably one the best. That's true. Yeah, well, yeah. I'd have to be a manager. Right. I'd Don't have to be a manager. Danny the Mouth. I have offered to any pro wrestler I'm friends with. I say I will, for free. Yeah. I will valet you. I'll I'll, I'll put on a dress. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your manager. I'll come I'll out and announce real. for you. I've offered it. So maybe that's testament to my talent. None of them have taken me up on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, the other the other advantage I have is that I would pipe bomb. I would get oh, fired sure. immediately. Right, yeah. Immediately, I would just break the rules yeah, right, because yeah. I'm not trying to have a long career. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. Anyway, all right. Moving on. So, let's go to. Well, let's just move on. I'm not looking at my thing, but let's move on to Strowman. Yeah, man. So Strowman, uh, call he he uh had a big week. Yeah. Like Strowman is um. This guy is guy's on. white hot. Yeah. He's he's like he's the star of the show, right? Right yeah. now. Yeah. By far, I'm most excited when he comes out. Like, oh yeah. 
he has the most interesting segments. He also has like just the cr- the crowd is the most into Strowman of any wrestler on Raw. Yeah, yeah, and I love that yeah. that line that he had. Uh, <coughs> when he gets out of the, it's uh, him versus Rhino, and uh, he uh, Seth Heath Slater keeps getting up on the the apron. He gets out of the ring. He's like, "Give me that microphone." He gets the microphone and he tells him, "You got two options. Right? Either you." Uh, get off of that ru- the the apron, or you get in the ring and you get these hands like your partner. And it was so reminiscent of like Stone Cold Steve Austin, like just getting the mic and talking shit to somebody, yeah, and then just getting right back to business. Uh, I don't know if that was supposed to happen or if that was just his idea. Well, I think that's the magic of that part is that no, everyone was like, "Oh man, they, these guys never get the mic mid match." Yeah, it was really uh, really well done. Yeah, which is interesting because we talked about that yesterday, how the Bucks love getting the mic mid- mid-match and doing comedy spots. And you're yeah. like, it seems like a great opportunity to do something. Uh, you got a full arena there. Talk to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that – I mean, that moment was cool. Also because Sl- Slater wasn't in the match, right? No, he wasn't. So that was kind of the thing. He was just like, I'll just fight anyone who's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I'm not, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. When I mean, he was there, he was, Slater was there to like – because Rhino was there, right? But, right. Yeah. But but Slater wasn't in the match. No, it was a one on one versus Rhino, right? Yeah. yeah. So they got Strowman jobbing, which uh, Strowman isn't like. Anytime he's jobbing, it feels good. Like yeah. he, it just it. I mean, you know, he's 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 not jobbing. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's jobbing out other jobbers. He's right. jobbing jobbers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, Strowman. Does Strowman win this match? And Lesnar. I mean, there's no chance. Well, it's a. Uh... Is it? It's triple threat. Oh right, with Kane. But I mean, I'm not. Kane's not gonna win. No, there's no way. Um, I don't know. I truly don't know. It's so dumb to have anyone in a title match that has zero chance of winning the title. Right. And and honestly, there's not. WWE booking wise, there's not that many people that have zero chance of winning the title, and Kane is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he. I think he might. So, what if he? Because he was trying to form an alliance with Braun. Right. What if he costs uh, uh, Braun or uh, uh, Brock the belt in that match? If he's like does like a little bit of like a, like a face thing and tries to help Strowman. That's the only way I can see it happening. I just think Kane is there so that Strowman doesn't have to lose to Lesnar. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, so like they can both team up on Strowman. It makes it's a win-win. Like if if Strowman is so strong that Lesnar and Kane need to beat him up, and they take him out, and then Lesnar beats up Kane, right. it's just the booking there. It's like it's just a great, sure. and the match will be awesome. Like we're all gonna think that match was fun. Right. Yeah. There's no chance because it's just like, WWE really does well on three or four men. You know, if I had the soundboard, these are huge <laughs> men. That's exactly what the SummerSlam match was. It was like four of their biggest dudes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It'll be good. Uh, also, get like I said, taking Kane out of the Rumble is exciting. Right, that's like a tired thing. It's like, oh my god, he's the Kane is so good at the Royal Rumble match. It's like, all right, like that's fine. <laughs> Just yeah. get him out of here. Uh, not to say he won't be in it. <laughs> I mean, right, yeah. I guess I don't know why I think he won't be in it. Uh, there's precedent for that happening. Yeah. So I'm not sure, but I don't think he will be. Okay, I would bring in the men's Royal Rumble match. Just to put this in there, I would bring Authors of Pain up. Uh, from NXT, I would book them at 29. Did I say this? 29 and 30. Yeah. Uh, uh, like you can have, say this. No, so I would have this is how I book the Royal Rumble. 
have it have like maybe like eleven guys left by the time twenty nine and thirty hit. Yeah. And it's both of the guys from Authors of Pain, and they come in and wreck house, and then have somebody have like a, like a comeback spot to like take them out. But that's how I would book that. I mean, then you bury Authors of Pain, right? Because they're gonna lose to one guy. No, no, no. There would be like a bunch of eh, maybe I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. That's why I don't do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, debuting a tag team at the Rumble is yeah. tough. Yeah. Because then they one has to come out, right, right, right. Uh, so then you can't, you know, uh, get that going. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm cool. Uh, who, who, I mean, who will come up? Is Drew McIntyre coming up? He's hurt. Is he hurt? Oh yeah, he's hurt. I mean, I know he's hurt, but Torn he's still bicep. hurt. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, who's coming up from NXT then? Anyone? <sighs> I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe Hideo will Hideo's, be in the Rumble, yeah, but maybe. it's like he's already up. Um, well, it all kind of depends on what happens on Takeover. The night before, yeah, I, I don't know. They're, yeah, we'll see. All right, so what's going on at Takeover NXT Takeover? I don't even know any of the matches there. Well, I'll look it up. Let's buy some time. Here. Is some of it said yet? I don't know. I mean, it's probably gonna be Adam Cole. He'll have yeah. his first title shot. No, Takeover Philly. Here we go. Let's see. Andrada versus Cole. Andrade. Let's see matches. Yeah, the only thing that's been said is uh, Almas versus Gargano. For the championship. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah. I love Gargano. All right, cool. Let's keep going. So, um, Finn and the club reunited. Too sweet. Um, was too sweet. That, uh, how'd you feel about that? I thought it was cool. It was a little late. Like, I wish they would have done I don't know why they don't. Yeah. I mean, the reaction was obvious. Like, it made it obvious why they should have put these guys together before. Um, I truly, though, I think that the club has a more relaxed schedule uh, and I think they like that and I think that's why they came here instead of being in Japan and so I don't know if we're going to get like a full-fledged club reunion. An interesting thing was Michael Cole came like like a fucking pube hair away from saying Bullet Club but he didn't. Really? Yeah, he was like uh, they were in Japan in uh, one of the most dominating factions in sports entertainment history the Gun Club. Period. And he just left it at that. Yeah, I mean, I just... To me, this was like, why is this happening so late yeah. when we don't care anymore? Well, I had heard and that... These guys have all lost all their heat. Yeah. I had read that it was because, on the Swamp Sheets, that it was uh, about uh, like ratings, like trying to get people not to watch some football game that was on. So, that's basically as far as they think anymore. It's like, how can we get the most people to tune in? All right, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't think. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think anything of it. Like Finn, you know. Look, I give. I'm I'm tough on Samoa Joe. Yeah. Right. And in a way where I'm like, I really like this guy. I'm so glad he's like getting so much better. I see like no progress in Finn Balor. Yeah, well, they haven't really given him, given him a shot, right? Like, I think that what they should yeah. have done, obviously, was, I mean, they wanted to put the universal belt on Brock, but like it just seems like a classic pro wrestling story to have the guy who didn't lose the belt come back. He's a little guy, and he somehow beats Brock Lesnar and takes his belt back. Like, it just seems like it's like a... It's, it, I know, but... It's like a story that's been told a million times. I, I guess so. At this point, Finn meeting Brock Lesnar would be crazy. Right. At this point. But yeah. Like, Man. When he, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, whatever. Uh, you know, Finn, was, it's cool. I mean, people like, I'm just not a Finn, I'm not a Finn guy. You're not in Baller Club? I'm not, def- I mean, this is not Baller Club. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he goes into, like, subways, like, subway, like, sandwich shops and is like, this, this is, club? yeah, yeah, this is Baller Club here in the Sunset Boulevard subway in Little Armenia. I he think just, so. He just announces wherever he is. 100% he does that. <laughs> I don't know why he would do that, but he would do that. But Finn, yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be too negative on Finn. Walking, I, into, I, his, no reason. walking into his kitchen, like, this is Baller Club here at my kitchen. Even if you, even if, every, I'm, what I'm, I'm going to say is hardcore, like, even if, I'm saying, like, even if Finn didn't get hurt, okay, right. And was booked correct. Let's say he booked in the, the you fantasy book Finn right now, and and that happened, right? And you go, this is what I think with this. He's already like pretty over. Like the crowd loves him. He's like very much a true babyface, you right. know. I still think he like he cannot captivate at all with his personality, like right. on the microphone, right? And so it's all frosting. It's all like the fact that he like looks cool does look cool and that he has like a the demon thing that's like kind of a threat you know like oh he's gonna bust out the demon the rasta hat right and like you know uh to me it's like you gotta get over with more than that you need some substance joe clearly has that substance so i don't know uh i i I don't know i'm just i'm just curious if finn will find it all right so all right we'll move it on so Oh, yeah. So, did you notice... Did you watch Black Mirror this season yet? Yeah. You saw the full season this mm-hmm. season? Did you notice how many times I mentioned deletion? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something like before you even had mentioned it. I, uh, the graphic is the same thing. Yeah. My guess yeah. is that WWE took it from Black Mirror. I think the, with the cracking for the World yeah. Cup thing. Because I'm pretty sure that's every season they've done that. Black, like the crack of the mirror. Have they done the crack? I, I know they've done. So. There was like an eye at one point. Oh yeah. But it was definitely. I think the cracking they might have done. You think they took it? I mean, was that at all part of a Broken Hardy in the old when he was on his own? Like the breaking of the glass, like that. Well, I have a Hardy shirt sitting around here. A broken shirt. No, I don't know if it was or not. And uh, I think it's. I think. It, I think the shirt is. Shit, I just threw it down here. I think it has, like, broke. Here it is. Let's see. Cause the I think the writing is cracked, or maybe it's not. Yeah. Yeah, It's look, it's shattered glass. No? Yeah, oh. it is. Or it's, you're not seeing that. It's kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, like, pieces of broken glass behind it. By broken 2016 shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, whatever. I, 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 I don't know. It, could it be. was in the first episode. She's, like, she's literally yelling... Delete. Yeah, she say delete. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was awesome. I was just curious what the what's derivative of what. WB is always derivative of something else, so it's probably yeah. what it was. Anyway, check it out because it's very fun. Yeah. Because there's a guy in the last episode, uh, this, this Black Museum episode, which I thought was one of the best episodes of anything I've seen. Yeah, it was really good. Did you like that one the most yeah. or not? Uh, mm, I didn't see Metalhead, which I heard is people dig a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think. Uh, you guys check out our yeah. bonus. Once you sign up for the Patreon, you get our bonus episode where Dan we Black, only talk about Black Mirror. Dan Black Mirror. Dan Black Mirror. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think the last episode was my favorite one. It was. 
Anyway, so in that episode, there's a guy, this British actor, who just basically does an impression of the Joker, the Dark Knight Joker. He sounds exactly like Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a green button-down with the vest and the tie. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, like, and he went in there and he is in biotechnics and whatever. He's just like, ha <laughs> uh, Anyway, check it out. Uh, Wait, which, what episode are you talking about? The guy who's showing him around the museum. He's not British. I think we looked up and he was British. Oh, he is. He's British, but okay, got it. He's not British in the show. Oh, I, 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 he's a British actor. Right. Anyway, he's shoot, fucking, he he's shoot British. He's shoot British. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, um, anyway, okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. So, um, people were giving Kurt Angle on the on the Facebook page. People were shitting on Kurt Angle's acting. There's yeah. a lot. There was a discussion going on about Kurt Angle's acting, and also this is something I like like on the podcast. Is like I like. When the conversation spawns from like what we're interested to as a community, right. and so I'm something I'm going to be paying attention to more cool. is like, oh, here's something we mentioned here and uh, and uh, collectively. So uh, someone was talking about Kurt Angle's acting. Has it always been so bad? Is yeah. what they were saying. Kurt Angle. I remember Kurt. I remember the first time I ever saw Kurt Angle. He was like in the front row, and it was Tiger Alley sing. Like it was like '97 or something. Yeah. And then he was like, uh, happened to be in the crowd. He's a gold medalist, and they're like, "Oh, Kurt Angle's here tonight. This guy's talking trash about America." Uh, and he came out like, I don't know, you know, like uh, came all over this guy's flag or whatever. <laughs> well, you know, basically get some cheap heat, right. USA heat. Yeah. He's like wearing his gold medals just right. to like watch the show, <laughs> and uh, uh, and then he. He, like disappeared for a while and then he came back and then you know the story everything the rest is history right uh but uh then when he came in he was he, he i remember kurt angle stunk like as a face yeah he was like they put that same thing on him where you know he was like oh hey you love him because you love america but people were like this guy's like nothing right. and the second he went heel and started talking about like it's it a similar build to new day from memory where new day were like oh like you're supposed to love these guys because they're fun. Yeah. It's like, you're supposed to love this guy because he, like, he's, like, talking about, like, integrity and intelligence, like, the three eyes, and he's telling you to drink your milk, and, like, yeah. you know, but it's a different, it's the attitude era. It's the time where people are like, yo, fuck the establishment. Yeah. So then the second he started being, like, smug about it, just being like, you're all fat, none of you drink your milk, like, <laughs> and just started being like, I, I practice the three eyes because you don't have the control to do it, like, intensity, yeah. integrity. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. He got over very fast. Yeah. And I remember feeling the first time I hated him. But uh, his acting, when he did that, and that has always been kind of hokey. It's always yeah. been like big wrestling acting. It's right. always been like, he literally from the start was saying like, it's true. It's damn true. Which, you know, that's not, <laughs> you know, uh, he's not delivering it like Samoa Joe who would just be like, it's true. It's damn true. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah, he's always been like over the top, but you know he's had that thing where he rapped. He, uh, he like had a rap battle with Cena. Like he would like you know uh, he wore that little cowboy hat. He's always been kind of a goof. Yeah, you yeah. know, At the time where he got the most serious was when, from my memory, was when ECW. They had him. Um, they had a. There's actually a picture of me when. In the Hammerstein Ballroom, I was sitting like second row, and I'm in the back taking a picture. And WWE like took a picture of him. He, they they had they were like we're gonna make Angle like the face of ECW. Right. When they brought back ECW, and there's a picture of me. I think I posted it in the Facebook page at one point. Uh, but uh, uh, that's when his gimmick was like machine. Like his 
his in on his teeth, like he's a mouthpiece, said machine on it. Yeah. He might have been doing a little bit of that during the Yeah, he was doing it during the Shane stuff also, but he got like more hardcore. Right. But then he was like just serious. So I don't I don't know. I mean well, I don't think his acting was ever like what got him over. But yeah, but also what about when he uh, with the Jason Jordan angle started? I mean the man was crying. Like he right. was like he was acting. Yeah, I think that he's always been. Be- uh, the, the the point I was getting to yeah. in a real roundabout way, and then I was just taking a trip down uh, my jabroni memory lane. <laughs> jabroni lane uh, was um, is uh, he it's he, he's always. I think it's easier being that GM spot is interesting. Yeah, like it's it's. You're not like part of the story. Again, you're not. You're you're barely reacting off other guys. Like, a lot of time, you come out and just you basically like do like the announcements before bingo, like or something. You know, you're like, hey, before this starts, like you know, like before a show, the guy he comes out, and he announces matches. Like it's not there's not like much you could do with that role. Right. Yeah, uh, it's cool that he gets to like wrestle sometimes, but yeah. I don't know. And also, WB seems really good at doing it for Shane and Daniel Bryan, and it works. But when Daniel Bryan first started doing it, he wasn't part of the story. You're like, oh fuck, is this Daniel Bryan? Right. You know, like right. yeah. So anyway. I don't know. Do you think Kurt Angle's bad actor? I mean, he's not a good actor, but I mean, yeah. he can definitely, obviously, like anybody that can cry for the purposes of telling the story, like isn't is that he knows how to do something. You got some elements of the chops. Yeah. Um, I always like it. Like I, I like some over the top stuff. Kevin Owens is really good at like he does stuff that seems like similar than to what Angle does yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, he definitely is weird. Yeah. Uh, since he hasn't been able to turn his neck, he's been uh, even yeah. weirder. Yeah. Like, it's like kind of like, he looks always unnatural. It's hard to act when like your neck doesn't move properly. Well, his whole body is just broken up. Yeah. Man. All right. Moving on. We got other stuff to co- cover. Jason Jordan. Yeah, man. So I'm pretty hot on Jason Jordan right now, which I know seemed to be a mixed take on the Facebook page, but it's not, all right, two things. One thing I'll say is that. Uh, Mike wise, charisma wise, he's picking up very fast. Yeah, he was like very bad and stiff when he first came out, and that was only like six months ago or something when he yeah. came on Raw for his singles run. And he was at NXT very over with Gable, and they had amazing matches, but that was pure work. That was nothing to do with sticks at right. all. Yeah. So for him to come out and be put in this big spot of like your Kurt Angle son. I think he's adapting really fast. I think your point was like, you were like, oh, it's like, it's been six months. You said it as a negative, I think. No? On the page? uh, Oh, no, no, no. I like Jason Jordan. Oh, somebody said it on the Facebook page. You were like, you're like, yeah, I'm kind of coming around on it. But then I realized it's been six months. I'm like, that's not a long time. I think it was Corey Brown. Brown. Corey Brown. Jabroni, Corey Brown. New York, right? What? He's at UCB New York. Yeah, yeah. UCB New York, Corey Brown. Uh, uh, Good dude. So, he, uh, uh, yeah, it was like, for me, I just think he's picking up on it. In my, in my mind, it was really fast, but I also yeah. had set my expectations pretty low. Right. I think, like, some people pick up on it faster in six months, but he's developing faster than Cass was. If yeah. you want to talk about a guy yeah. who went from zero. Uh, oh, that's why I'm gonna beat you up. Worse. Cass is here, guys. Yeah. Oh, he's been here the whole time, waiting oh. for us to insult him so, to pounce. Oh, it's kind of, uh, the room is kind of tiny. I'm so tall. I'm seven foot tall. You can't teach that. <laughs> remember uh, that catchphrase? <laughs> you remember? You remember my catchphrase? <laughs> Take it. Get out of here, you 
Staten Island. Fucking the mound it? of soft serve. <laughs> Not, you know, S A W F T serve. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. I think that. Yeah, so I don't know. Jason Jordan has great matches. They booked him well where he like does really well against big talent, like and then they like, you know, they shake his hand. They actually had the same thing with Gable and then they just completely dropped yeah, it and put yeah. him with, with Shelton. But yeah. well, I think reaching, they gave up on Gable pretty fast on his single run. I think that was a mistake. Yeah, well we're gonna reach a point, because uh, you had brought up on the Facebook page about how like uh you said Jordan feels like what Roman Reigns should have been three years ago. That's what I was gonna get to. Yeah. Um I think we're re- we're gonna reach a point with Jason Jordan, which is the same point we reached with Roman Reigns, where you have to ask the question: When when's the last bad Jason Jordan match that you saw? Right? You could probably go back and think of one now, but eventually, in another six months, eight months, right, a year from now, great point. When's the last time you're you not gonna him? have them? No. They're, they're not gonna happen. Uh, he's gonna have all good matches, right? Because uh, the dude is a mega athlete yeah mega athlete they're pushing him for a reason he's a stud yeah super handsome uh he you know they don't just make any wrestler kurt angle's son (laughs) i mean they don't just do that so the other thing is that he's kind of has like a goofy energy to him that's like interesting also his build of his character is like so slow yeah like he's like fucked over by everybody right like he's like his dad i mean they're going to hit that moment where you're like, okay, yeah. That wasn't even thinking about that. You're going to be like, you're going to be like, uh, and when was the last bad match? But you're also going to be like, I also don't like this guy. And then they can either choose to push him as like a mega face, like Reigns, and just have him not win. Or they can do the mistake they didn't do with Reigns and just like turn him heel. He seems like a natural heel. Turn him here and have a heel and have him win. And then when people don't expect it, give him the big title. Yeah. Throw the universal title on him and everyone will fucking boo. But it'll be, I think it'll be the right kind of boos. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, maybe the IC belt, you know, unless he beats Reigns, in which case then uh, they'll, he'll get cheers. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, the kid, he's 29 years old. Yeah. He's turning 30 this year. Yeah. He's going to, yeah. Yeah, two years, three years, thirty-three years old. Fucking Jason Jordan. Right? I see a lot of promise in Jason Jordan. I see. All right, listen to this. I see more potential in Jason Jordan than I see in Finn Balor. Whoa, you're okay. Here first, I see more potential in Jason Jordan than I see in who's the other. I completely forgot who I was going to say because I swerved into Finn Balor <laughs> against who the other person I was going to say. Um, fuck. Bobby Roode. Dean Ambrose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dean Ambrose, does the, he already has the title. Oh, like Baron Corbin. Right. Actually, Roode... I mean, he has problems. He's got a good one. No, I think Roode has... <laughs> Roode has more potential than... Uh, just on age alone, they have equal potential. Sure. Okay, potential. Yeah. <laughs> just because one guy is 29 years old, and he's already, like, wrestling John Cena. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, but I... I like. Jason Jordan is a guy who I really think, like, we're going to... I really... I just... I don't know why I have this feeling. I, I just have this feeling that he feels... He feels big time. Yep. Uh, and then, Brent, I mean, he's got to change the shorts up. I think he should go... I was thinking about it. You know, guys, you know, comedians wrestling, we're all about the aesthetic. You know, yeah, when I oh see yeah. a nice jacked up dude like that, a yoked up guy... Beautiful man like Got that. Like six uh, Hawaii, King Hawaiian potato rolls for, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for abs. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous man. He, I like that he got off of the singlet. At first, I did not like that. 
But I like that he switched off. I think he's going to – I think this is a really good opportunity, guys. And you, I promise this is the only place you will hear this take because no one cares <laughs> like I do. But I, I think this is a great opportunity for a wrestler to just go old school Goldberg, Stone Cold, plain black – Undies. Yeah. Just go for the trunk. Just come in, put on boots. He's wearing the sneakers, which is a mistake. Right. Sneakers are played out. Like, Cena was great branding for Cena when he came back. I'm I'm the guy who wears sneakers. Now there's a bunch of wrestlers who do it. Batista did it. Like, the the sneakers are... The Usos do it. Oh, we get it. You don't wrestle in boots. I get it. Put on the boots. Put on the knee pads. Put on just black undies. Your name is Jason Jordan. Yeah. And you're like, I'm just a mega athlete. You can call him that. Fuck it. Yeah. Hell yeah. The mega athlete. I don't know. That's, it's weird. Weird due for a wrestler who dresses as closer to Randy Orton. Yeah. Like, what wrestler do we have that just dresses like, it just, it it looks all, you know, Balor does it. To be honest, he does it. So that kind of brings me to a point uh, that I wanted to bring up about, uh, I feel like there's two kinds of wrestlers right now in WWE. Uh, the first kind I'll actually refer to as like a WWE wrestler. And then the other kind is sort of like the indie wrestler. But I think it boils down to is... So WWE wrestlers have gimmicks. And by gimmick, I mean something that's like... Even if it's just a, like a weird fucking costume, it's something that's clearer than somebody that's like an indie wrestler or like a non-gimmick guy. So like the Bludgeon Brothers, right? Who the fuck knows where they're from or what, how they're brothers or what it is? But that's like... That to me is like a WWE wrestler, a fucking crazy costume, and we're to believe that these are some people who dress like this all the time. Uh, uh, Bray Wyatt, Shinsuke Nakamura, right? There's like a gimmick there. There's a look. Right. Then you have other guys, uh, and some of these guys might surprise you, but I think right. if you think about it, so like, uh, uh, like Bobby Roode, right? Dresses like a wrestler, right? Not really. Doesn't really have a gimmick, right? Uh, 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 Dolph Ziggler, right? Doesn't really have a gimmick. Uh, just dresses like a wrestler. Kevin Owens doesn't really have a gimmick. Right. He just dresses like that. Sami Zayn doesn't really have a gimmick. Finn Balor doesn't really have a gimmick. But Demon Finn, if it was just Demon Finn, we had no Finn Balor, just Demon Finn, that would, that would be, be a WWE style gimmick wrestler. Right. And um, I think there's, I, I don't know, like, cause especially like, like Fandango, The Ascension, The New Day, there's, there's something happening in wrestling where some guys are let to kind of just float, don't have a character at all. And they're big guys. You know what I mean? Like even Brock Lesnar, what's his gimmick? The Beast? What does that mean? Yeah. Nothing. He's just, he's, you know? But he's Brock Lesnar. Right. But some guys are, are let to just kind of be pro wrestlers. That's right. their thing. And then other guys are dressed up like whatever the Bludgeon Brothers are supposed to be, whatever. The Ascension is supposed to Well, be. some of them are big characters, and right. some of them are just wrestlers, and then some of them are in between. Right. Uh, and, and but what is your, so what What do you feel, what's your feeling on it? it I get the point, but what's your feeling on it? My feeling is that, uh, I think that WWE has to either, because I think the big character wrestlers are for kids. Right. I think that's who it's for. Right. Uh, and WWE sort of, I think, has to make either either to make it take advantage of that the delineation uh and make like a, a thing out of it like these are like these these characters are like a wwe these are more like an indie have like an indie thing maybe have daniel right. bryan daniel bryan be like the ringleader of like all these kind of like indie wrestlers or like wrestlers who don't have a gimmick i just think that they're gonna have to come they're gonna come to a point where 
uh, or I would like them to come to a point where that's sort of acknowledged because it it doesn't seem like it seems like it's almost not by on purpose, but it seems like they're ignoring it. Is my point? Well, all right. So I I I, I agree. I want to talk about a specific moment okay. in wrestling that we that me and my friends always talk about because I think this ties into it. Because I think you're talking about yeah, I agree. We have that right. You have wrestlers who's like, my name's Randy Orton. That's my real name. Right. And uh, this is who I am. And then you have a guy whose name is Finn Balor. We know it's not his real name, and he's a demon sometimes. Right. There's a moment. The Undertaker is known as one of the best wrestlers of all time, right? People put him in their Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, you know? Um, He was a jabroni during the Attitude Era. Right. To the point where he decided he was going to be... Uh, like a motorcycle driver yeah. instead of a wrestler, right? Yeah. And, uh, the American badass, if you will. Right. Now, I remember a moment where Undertaker came out. He was like Ministry of Darkness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he like did his like magic. And then The Rock comes on the screen on the Titan trying to cut a promo. And he's just ripping apart The Undertaker's gimmick. Right. Ripping it apart, just being like, you got this guy over here who just comes out, rolls his eyes back in his head, he goes, die, die, die. And he, you know, and yeah. he's just like, he comes out, this guy thinks he can raise souls and this completely sells out Undertaker's gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He just undercuts it. Like, if you are not scared of the Undertaker right. and you're not scared of the fact that he controls the lights and you can't control the lights and that his entrance is smoky right. and yours is not smoky yeah. and this guy has like minions who might attack you and you're not scared of that. You sell it out. It makes the Undertaker stupid. Right. Stupid. Right. Right. That is the danger when you have mixed kind of gimmicks like right. you have now. Yeah. Where one guy gets to come out and be Randy Orton, and the other guy is coming out doing a circus act. Right. Right. There's no. There's no like. There's. Uh, uh, the, there's a wall that's broken, and whoever breaks the wall wins. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a tactic that John Cena uses a lot. Right. And yeah. people hate him for it. Right. Because Cena's allowed to break the fourth wall. He literally said, see a fourth wall if I had the thing. He's allowed to do it, but the other guy isn't allowed to do it. So then there's these, like, constraints on the other guy that right. the uh, other guy... You're not allowed to make, like... You're allowed, all you can say is Cena's not here, but you can't say that, like, he, he, he gets to juice his face off. Right. Right? <laughs> right. Literally, John Cena literally... Gave Roman Reigns shit for breaking the wellness policy right. when everyone knows that John Cena is exempt from the wellness policy. Right. Right? Yeah. Brock Lesnar is exempt from the wellness policy. We know this because UFC busted him right. and WWE has said nothing about right. it. Right? We know he's taking steroids. We know it for a fact. Right. So there is an element there. There's, a, there, there's an inconsistency. It's incongruent. Like, yeah. it, that creates unfairness to some wrestlers. That's what I'm getting at. Right. Is that there is there is like an incongruency and I don't know if how or if they ever would address it or like right. try to like but cuz I don't think the answer is I don't know if the answer is to give more people character gimmicks which seems like hard to do and they're not very good at it most of the time or if it is to just let people just be their own thing. I don't know. Yeah, well, my thing is this is like I think that we got to I think if I was there I would say let's like Let's like meet in the middle a little bit. Yeah. Like I always think there's like I I don't when when you I think some wrestler I think actually it's like look I don't think there's a true solution to it because when you're trying to find these talents and they can wrestle you find what works about them and authenticity is generally what works. Right. Right. Uh, that being said, character they're playing to a thirty thousand person arena. 
you need big characters also. You need right. something that's broad. Yeah. So I don't know what you do. Like you don't want to have like you don't want you don't want to like put face makeup on Kevin Owens. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really know what you do about it. Uh, but I do think there is an element where you're like, I, we can probably cut down on the amount of wrestlers that are just completely undefined. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, you could probably take someone who, like, even Jason Jordan, they added this. Look, I didn't like the angle that they're like, he's Kurt Angle's son. I didn't love it when I heard it. I wasn't like, oh, that's so cool. Right. No. But, like, it has helped him. Right. It has been like, oh, okay. Like, you know, what you're like, his stakes are way higher. You, you, you understand him. You're not like, what am I watching with this guy? You're like, oh, I'm watching the... Prodigy, the 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 uh, the kin, progeny. Uh, a progeny is what I mean, right? Progeny. Yeah. I was like, that didn't sound right. <laughs> he is a prodigy of sorts, yeah. um, and he likes the band Prodigy. Firestarter was his favorite song. Um, is, is that song called Firestarter? Uh, uh, Twisted Firestarter. Uh, yeah, it's Firestarter. You don't know. No, 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 no. Anyway, ah, those guys are so good. No, but um, uh, you. You know he's like uh, Kurt Angle's uh, kin, right. right? You're like, oh shit! Like this guy's a wrestling fucking progeny. That's awesome. Yeah, it you, is, it you, is you get Firestarter. that. What is it? It is called Firestarter. Like yeah, yeah, I know that already. All right, uh, it's the new theme song of the show. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, that makes it good. What I'm saying, Bobby Roode right now stinks. Right. And actually, it's NXT's fault. Right. It is. It's NXT's fault for having no. him come out just being like, your gimmick is not glorious. Your catchphrase is glorious. If you want to be glorious, the writing stinks for him. But like, what does being glorious mean? In NXT, what did it mean? It meant because the first one of the first promos he cut was like, right now. Here in fucking southern Florida, right. it's a bunch of fat slobs in the audience. But now that I'm here, you're going to be replaced with four, the, the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. Uh, uh, millionaires are going to come see NXT. Right. You're not going to be able to get in because you're going to be replaced by people of higher class because I'm here now. And he was a sort of this like uh, – he had like a vibe of like an exec – like almost like Alec Baldwin and Glengarry Glenn Ross where it's like yeah. now I'm here – this is all going to change and you're going to suffer. Love that. Which, by the way, I've said that a, a version of the character IRS yeah. would work so well right now. Like, yes. A, a version of a guy who literally is like, yo, I, I almost the JBL gimmick. Right, yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. would kill. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, so in NXT, so I think if they had even just do that again, but in, in WWF or WWE where it's like, He's like, now that I'm, now that I'm at it, I fixed NXT. There's nothing but presidents and like uh, emirates and like you know uh, statesmen that are there now. Now I'm here in the main roster. Everyone here in Indiana, Indianapolis. So right is, now he's just a guy in a flare robe. That's it, because he's a face now. Right. So they they fucked that up. But he also, yeah. So anyway, uh, well, yeah. I mean, look, yeah. That. So anyway, uh. Yeah, it's it's always going to be unfair when one guy is like, I'm Randy Orton, and I have to perform with you. My name's Randy Orton. I'm going to vape in the ring. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I'm gonna, and then you're going to come. No, he's like, I'm just going to hang out. Like, And yeah. then you come out, and you're like, I'm the demon. And he's like, okay, you fucking demon. Right, yeah, you're yeah. stupid. Yeah. And instead of being scared of the demon. Yeah. But I think more wrestling should work with each other. Like, people should be scared of Bray Wyatt. Right. Bray Wyatt. And the only guy in recent history who I remember who like really sold Bray Wyatt to me was John Cena in their run to Mania 31. Right. Where he was like, had the kid coming at him. Yeah. Like he had the kid who was like singing the whole world. And like John was like scared. He's like freaked out. Yeah. So I, yeah. I can't believe, have we said this before? Not the, 31. The Vapor Randy Orton. Was it 32? What was it? 30? Was it what? 
The vapor? The vapor. The vapor. Yeah, the vapor. <laughs> the vapor. The vapor, I'm, Randy there's Orton. definitely a meme out there. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Matt, when did Cena wrestle Bray? 30. No, 31, he wrestled Rusev. Uh, I'll look at that. Hmm. All right. Well, I think. 30. At 30? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was at WrestleMania at 30? Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, cool. That was back when he was wearing Hawaiian shirts and a fedora. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, let's smack down. So, um, smack down. Smack down. All right. The only thing I want to comment here about SmackDown, and the opening was cool, is um, I like where <laughs> was this... Was the opening cool? Did you... Uh, so, just real quick. Yeah. Um, I wrote this down. So, basically, the logic of the opening works like this. Shane acknowledges that his presence at ringside... Super cool. Nah. <laughs> uh, his presence at ringside cost probably cost AJ Styles the match last week. So then their solution is to have everybody involved at ringside. Yeah, yeah, What? I, I like it if, if we reveal that, like, Daniel Bryan is, like, up to no good. Right. Because it makes no sense just to be like, hey, guys, well, now it's fair because everyone's there. <laughs> like, he's like, also, AJ would just be like, I just, I don't, <laughs> in which he did. Yeah, yeah. Is that I like the way it ended where AJ was just like, yo, let's cut a crap. I just want to wrestle. So, right. fine. I'll take both of you on right now on my own. Yeah. Just like great baby face behavior. But you're right. It's not like the best thing. No. I don't know where they're going with it. So, they set a match at Royal Rumble. AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the title. Yeah. Has that ever happened before? A handicap match for the title? I don't think so. I mean, how does that even work? I guess... Uh, Is it if whoever wins, whoever pins gets the belt? Gets the belt. Because then they're going to tear each other apart. Or just the belt goes to Kevin Owens? Oh. Uh, Is uh, it more like Zayn is like... The sidekick? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess it would be... It sets up sort of... But, but why would they try to break them up already? Yeah. Don't know. No. I don't know. Uh, it's really weird. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, I'm excited it happens. That stuff tends to be fun. Like, when Rollins cashed in during the match, had anyone ever cashed in during a match before? Uh, and been added to a match? Normally the match is over. Oh, right. And then they yeah. cash in after. Yeah. Right? Like, when he cashed in, I was like, what happens now? And they're like, this is now a triple threat. Oh, right. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Uh, I was like, or does he get a match right after this? Or is this match put on pause? And then it restarts with whoever's the champion? Right. Like, obviously, the simpler thing was to do what they did. Right, yeah. But I love that with the money in the bank, you can join a match. Yeah. That is so fun fucking stupid. Yeah. I love that. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're, I don't know, man. I, 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 the Daniel Bryan Shane stuff seems cool. The interesting thing is like, who's who's going heel? Like, we, it looks like it's Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it feels like they're gonna try. But Shane is like the one who we thought it was because they kept saying he's gonna be make be Vince. Like they kept alluding to him like acting like Vince. And uh, the writing here is very delicate. Yeah, uh, you got to finish this, man. We're I almost know. winding down. You got to ch- you're gonna have to chug the uh, the bubblegum so soda. Bad. Um. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see where they go with it. There's not really much to say about it now. Let's um. Let's say. Let's just round it out by saying right now, and we'll do it every week till the rumble. Who do you think wins the Royal Rumble? Think Both the- rumbles, women and men. Uh, now. Okay. Now we know Paige is hurt, so that affects sure. that your my original choice was Paige. I th- believe yours was as well. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think, could I say Finn Balor? Now keep in mind, they've announced that this is the same thing, you get a title shot. So likely someone's going against either Charlotte or Alexa at Mania, whoever wins. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to say then um, Asuka to win the women's, right. and then for the men's, um, 
Keep in mind that Rousey might be in there. Right. If Ronda Rousey comes out, I can't imagine she doesn't win the Rumble. Right. Right? Like, if Ronda Rousey's in the Rumble, she's winning. Right. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because, uh, yeah, anyway, what were you saying? For men? So we'll keep Asuka. Yeah. Um, and just, I mean, do we have to switch it up from last time? Pick no. a new one? No? No. Uh, I'm going to still say, no, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say The Miz. The Miz? Yeah. And meaning you think that we'll see Miz Lesnar. Main event at WrestleMania. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Um, all right. So for the women, from talking about it, I think Ronda Rousey is going to win. Yeah. And I, I think they want – I think Rousey versus Charlotte is like a marquee. People are going to watch that. It's such a fucking big match. Like, obviously, it's going to piss people off. But yeah. – I think that heat-wise, like, people will be interested to see, oh, Ric Flair's daughter. You can hear, like, the casual fan. I can hear my dad being like, Ric Flair's daughter versus Ronda Rossi. He's not going to say her name right. (laughs) Uh, People will be into that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I just hope – here's my hope for for Ronda Rousey, and I have no reason to doubt this to be the case. I hope that she takes it seriously. I hope that she, like, likes wrestling and wants to learn and, like, wants to be really good uh, because I just don't know if I can – if I want to even give a shit about – another person like another w ufc person who like is like kind of into what they're doing right so i hope that she likes it and takes it seriously and wants to be good the only way rosie will work is that way like i know mike lawrence was on here and was like there's no way to work no i think he's wrong if she comes in here and like and like has like kurt angle's longevity like if she puts 10 years in wb she'll be like a big time hall of famer and she'll probably get pretty good at wrestling right Right. yeah so i think you know i I think like right now it's that's that seems like a short-term uh thing all right so who did you choose for the dudes oh miz so i choose ronda rousey for the women i just i just i just see that happening and then for the dudes i'm i'm choosing seth rollins yeah i i think i think seth rollins lesnar is like, I think, why not throw that curveball of the match, the same thing that got over when he cashed in? Oh, right, yeah. Have that curveball happen at Rumble, people will be fucking pumped. Right, yeah. And, like, let, uh, they'll put on... He's the, He can put on a great match with Lesnar, I think. Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, he, the problem with Rollins is he has no finisher. He has the stupid V-trigger, right? He has the... Yeah. Gun to the head. Gun to the head. Like, the tr- all right. Remembering what gun to the head means, meaning like there's a gun to my head. Right. I have to get my life. If I'm wrong, they, they pull the trigger. Who do I think wins the Royal Rumble? Like it's, yeah. it, it changes your answer. It literally does change your answer. Yeah. Gun to the head, like I'm going to fucking die. Oh, I mean, I know what mine is. It's Roman Reigns? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just a safe bet. Yeah. It's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is, uh, I mean, God, because it's back in Philly, makes me think they're going to do it. Just to get the booze. Gun to the head. I want to say gun to the head. It's Shinsuke. That's what I want to say. But that's not the safest bet. No. It's not the smartest bet. But, uh, yeah. I don't I don't think it's Rollins when, when the gun is to my head. That's right. all I know. All right. Well, we'll go with that. All right. Anyway. But anything else you wanted to cover? Mm-mm. All right. Don't we, ever we, buy Rowdy Roddy Piper's all out of bubblegum bubblegum soda. So last thing is, Newman, I was thinking that for our second bonus episode, the first bonus episode that's purely for the patrons uh-huh. on the Patreon, uh, we would do a time capsule Royal Rumble match. Oh, so yeah. explaining what this is, what you get for your bonus episodes, is we, me and you are going to watch an old Royal Rumble. Cool. We're going to watch it. Just the Rumble match or the whole event? Uh, we'll watch... 
Probably just the Rumble match. Right. We could do the whole event too, but I think the episode will go too long. Right, if we, right, right. Uh, 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 the event, but maybe we'll watch the whole event. But we'll probably talk mostly about yeah. the Rumble. Good get question. That, get some of that legal. Good question. Tally weed. Yeah, we'll watch that, and then we're gonna art now. We're we're gonna record the episode like we record this episode in the year that that Rumble happened. Meaning, ah, like okay. we just watched it. Right? We're going to go back in time and be like, we just watched this, then we just started to record. Nice. Okay? Yeah. So, uh, uh, we're going we're gonna, to you know, maybe do some fantasy booking of where we see it going from here, who's in uh, Mania, and uh, we'll, prob- hey, we'll probably break uh, the time barrier yeah. a little bit. But uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, we'll have sound drops from that time period. I did not have sex with that woman. will be a sound drop. Uh, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Do we want to pick or do we want to have them? Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is like, And uh, we're going to have our patrons choose which Rumble you want us to uh, review. If I, had to, if I had to nudge you, you don't, you can choose whatever you want. But I would love an Attitude Era Rumble. Yeah. Just because like, that's what I'm in the mood for. But you don't have to choose it. Uh, since right now we only have a... Um, um, I'll message all the patrons. We have a a, a small number of patrons because we just started. We got like six or seven or something. Uh, I'm gonna say I'll I'll message you guys on Patreon and you guys can you guys can have your discussion and decide. Cool. It also helps me learn all the functions of that. But yeah, if you want to be a part of that, get on an episode. Then all you got to do is donate to the Patreon. Go on to Patreon.com/slash Comedians of Wrestling and support the show. And remember, you're also supporting the stand-up special. That I'm going to be making of all pro wrestling material. That's what you guys are supporting. That's going to go to self-produce that. We are in a self-produced gig economy right. right now. And we need your help. But thanks for uh, listening to the show. You want to pick up a cow t-shirt. The uh, the, the cow uh, NWO is flying off the shelves. The virtual shelves. It's going to be a hot topic soon. <laughs> virtual. Next to Marty Skrulls. Listen, if I, if I printed them, like I was thinking about just printing them and then mailing them to everyone individually. Yeah. Um, I went with Pro Wrestling Tees because of the soft style option. I mean, I knew the quality was good over there. But uh, uh, if I did that, we might have been out of your size already in the in the Cow Nation shirt, in the the Cow LaCroix shirt. So you guys are lucky I went with this option. But let's (laughs) pretend that the supply is limited and you need it. But yeah, check out the shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. And uh, yeah, uh, again, spread the word on the show. Um, and uh, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Happy Wrestle Kingdom 12. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the most listened to segment on the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. Welcome to Too Low Time. 3.18 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Coming to you live on Wednesday January 3rd, the Patreon page is live. Nick Tulo has signed up for $5 a month because $10 a month is just a little too much. But that's okay. Whatever you can afford will help Dan Black pay for this amazing, amazing broadcast and podcast that he brings to us every week live with Alex Newman sitting in the co-pilot chair and Cody Ziggler producing all the amazing soundball clips from the millions and millions of cow lick fans that's right baby we are here to stay and we are gonna take this shit to the motherfucking moon and you're either with us or you're against us with that being said you better go on and buy some merch from pro wrestling tees whether it's a lacrosse print the logo of the comedians of wrestling podcast or the gabba gabba we baby yeah 
Tulo Time 2018. Coming to you live, week in, week out. I love you all so fucking much. Kisses, bitches. Love you, Newman. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. Thank <laughs> you.